Hey, are you looking to experience something new? I am. Been fantasizing about surprising your partner with an adventurous new toy or inspiring adult movie? Always. Well, here's an offer that'll make it even easier to make your dreams come true. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. Oh, but that's not all. Oh, no. When you select that one item for 50% off, you'll receive three free adult DVDs, plus a free extra gift. So secret, even I don't know what it is. Ha! And to top it all off, and this is my favorite, they will even throw in free shipping on your entire order. I know, right? Free shipping. So all you've got to do is type an offer code SEXNERD at checkout. Get that dirty mind of yours to adamandeve.com today for this special offer. 50% off one item, three free DVDs, a free extra secret gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code SEXNERD at adamandeve.com. That's S-E-X-N-E-R-D. Ah, oh, give in to temptation, you guys. adamandeve.com. Now entering Nerdist.com. Hey everybody, it's Sandra, and I am in the airport, surrounded by people, and I'm that cool guy who needed to record an intro in public, which is super cool. Anyway, uh, this is going to be a really fun, interesting interview. I would say that it's a little bit lower energy. Um, Kyle Hill of Nerdist and I are kind of talking about feelings and objectification and just a lot of mm, a lot of perceptions about sexuality and I really just want to take him where he is because he comes from his own personal history and we went all over the place like depression um, comic cons, celebrity status I would say there's a certain double standard around like we're talking a lot about gender issues and respecting women and not catcalling and things like that. And yet as a guy, he is um, being harassed online and at cons. And there is a lack of empowerment around safety and speaking up for yourself um, when it comes to like respecting or requesting respect <laughs> at cons and things. I'm still in that airport and feel really weird that I'm podcasting right now. So, um, I'm just gonna let you listen to it. I had a good time. I hope you do. Um, there's not much to bring up. Oh, you guys. Hey, does anybody want to do like an online class with me sometime? I feel like it's that time where I just need to accept that I'm an introvert that wants to teach workshops every day from home in my pajamas. Um, and they would be really affordable, like 10 bucks a class or like a two-hour workshop. Is that a thing? Patreon? Uh, Periscope? Google Hangouts? Got any suggestions? Are you in? Are you interested? What kind of topics do you want me to talk about? Q&As? We could just... You just ask questions. But yeah, I, I really feel like um, I'd love to teach some of my workshops online, live uh, to you, wherever you are, because access is important, and I like pajamas. Uh, okay, I'm going to let you go to the show now. I like you. Thank you. Oh, thank you to everyone who came out to my New York show. I don't even know what city I was just in. And it was so much fun, and everyone was so lovely, and we had a great time, and Melina Williams was fantastic. And that uh, will be up in a few weeks. Um, so that's it. Go Team Fun. I like you. Um, uh, and here's Kyle Hill talking about feelings. 
A lot of taboos, especially when it's looking at certain topics, this is one where it's still firmly in place. Where, you know, for example, uh, a field of study that's always interesting to me is anal sex because Mm -hmm. it's the taboo of American culture, at least, so you almost never see anything about it. So Mm -hmm. when something does come out, it's like, (laughs) it's. It's like, oh my, oh, oh, oh my, oh my goodness. Like, there was just a study that came out uh, this week or last week. It was saying um, how many sexual acts it took before partners orgasmed. And uh, women, on average, got off after, like, uh, a majority of them, like 90% got off after four. Uh Men, the majority got off after one or two, like 89% or whatever. Um, But then, but when you're talking about anal, then it's, about 95% both parties, that's what gets them off all, every time. But that was a smaller sample size within an already small sample size, so you mm-hmm. can't take it um, totally to the bank. But that's always interesting to me because it, it's like that, It's it, it has its own mythology of like men beyond just wanting women, they want women to do that. But women don't want it, or at least that's the myth. And then, but then when you actually look at it, it's like, yeah, no, everybody, everybody likes it. Just, uh. <laughs> Wait, so what, that sounds like the research is helping to get rid of biases and... You'd, you'd think that, but I don't think that data affects people's love lives like that. I mean, unless you're really sex positive with your partner, I don't think you could say, well, well, honey, 95% of women say they can get off this way when they do it with a partner. It's like, no, I don't want to... I don't want to fucking do it. I mean, that's, I don't think it would, I don't think it would sway. I think you'd already have to be open to the possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe that could be a contributing factor or, you know, if you're really open with your partner and he's like, okay, well, let's just let's look some things up or let's try or let's go buy something or, you know. Interesting. Oh, I haven't been in this position at all ever. <laughs> it's interesting because I've seen the change. Or they turn into a werewolf. Or they were like information is presented yeah. or that completely just flies in the face of what they've been told or what led to believe or just yeah, sure. assumed and and like a light bulb will go off. And it's not all the time, but I, I have I have turned quite a few people <laughs> into anal sex anyway. Well, I mean, that's not I, again, that's the weird that's that's the weird mythology of it, right? I mean, with men at least, it's it <sighs> It, they're expected to like it and want it, and it's kind of a thing like, oh, well, you know, maybe tonight, right? <laughs> and women are always supposed to like, no, I don't want it, it's gross, you know? And so I, it might be at least easier in in the mind of a man to be like, you want to... At least I can, I can imagine... You know, someone's like, okay, I think I want to try this. And the guy going, well, yeah, fuck yeah. I'm right yeah, right now. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I need to fulfill my manliness. Oh, I, yeah. This is, I can't wait to tell everybody. <laughs> you can do it if you don't tell anybody. All right. I'm going to do it. 
everybody. Did you tell everybody, Kyle? Uh, the first time? I think so. Probably. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she probably didn't like that. I don't care. That was a long time ago. I was like, fuck. That was like nine years ago now? Whew. Something like that. Oh, it's almost your uh, goal. Your no, I was, I was sexually active very, very young. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know if that contributed to... I don't know. I, I've, I've never... I was never like a... A relationship to a relationship to a relationship guy. I was. I had a five year, and then I just got out of a three and a half year, and it's all been very uh, long term. It's all. It's all been long term. I've never been a player per se. Although I'm told I look and act like that, which annoys me. But I don't know. I guess it's just. <laughs> I guess it's just my personality that I must alter for society to accept me. Wait a minute. Wait. I was being facetious. Oh, okay. I <laughs> have no sense of humor, so I don't understand those things. Um, no, it's, it's fine. I'll, 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 I'll do it. I'll do it with jokey hands. I'll just switch my whole personality around. JK. Mm, yeah, you don't know where to go from there, do you? I don't know. I don't know because I... I just started talking about anal sex. I mean, there's if you want to transition into something... More anal. I mean, I'm I'm game. I'm a okay. man. I'm game. Double penetration. Never done it because I don't. I don't. Maybe I'm not masculine enough to bring another man into my world. I'm just. I'm really fucking jealous. I would not. I don't want to see it. I don't want to. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to accidentally touch it. I don't. I, I don't. I don't know. It, it's 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 a weird machismo complex. I think. Um, it's not to say. I mean, with like. With, like, toys is a different thing. Um, but as far as... Yeah, I, I couldn't... But that's that's the... Um, that's, like, the double standard, right? I mean, like, if a girl wants... Oh, can we bring maybe my friend? And, and, and it's like, fuck no. Fuck you. Fuck him. But if, if for a guy, it's like, oh, could I bring my fem- Vanessa in to maybe try... Oh, uh, yeah! Like... Oh, I just happen to have this bottle of wine in my back pocket. You know, it's it's, it's it's a weird double standard in our culture. At least I haven't been exposed to enough cultures to really comment on it. But it's it's more sex repressive than I think Americans realize. If you go to some place like Italy or Europe or anywhere in Europe, really, um, it's we we still got that overall Puritan Catholic. You know, anything besides missionary is wrong, but everybody does it. We just don't say anything about it. It's like it's like Christian women with um, birth control. Uh, you know, ninety six percent of Christian women take birth control, even though they're technically against birth control. And it's it's just that thing that they don't talk about. Uh, it's completely hypocritical and it annoys the hell out of me. But especially with like you know, pro life and pro choice and things like, oh yeah, we're pro life until it happens, and then. Maybe just this once. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's what uh, politicians do. Touche. Touche. I'm kind uh, of rambling here. You want to focus me a little bit? Yeah. No, I'd love to, but I also <laughs> leave room. I mean, this is the warm-up. This is fine. This is fine. I mean, yeah, I was yeah. figuring... Um, I don't want to take up too much of your time. No, I, don't, I got nothing to do. Okay. Uh, um, but uh, I'm... Because we don't know each other that well. We've talked a few times. Yeah. We met at WonderCon. Mm. Which was like maybe like six months ago, eight months ago, something like that. Yeah. And we ran into each other at Comic Con, and I uh, brought up something I want to talk to you today about. But uh, yeah, it's cool to just hear you talk because I don't really know you. So yeah, I'm surprised I'm being this open. Yeah. Well, that's fine. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I'm not mentioning any names. 
Right. Word on the street is, I'm fine talking about butt stuff, you know? (laughs) Butt stuff. (laughs) My favorite phrase. It's like the phrase for me of 2015. (laughs) What are you up to? (gasps) Butt stuff. (laughs) I just love how it sounds. I think 2014, I was really into the word boners. Boners all the time. Just talking about boners. But now it's butt stuff. You, uh, you boning? (laughs) Yeah. Um... But yeah, no, I don't feel like you're rambling. Like, I'm, it's all very interesting, and obviously, all this, all this huge. stuff has been. I've been. I mean, I've been going through um, a breakup and a transitional um, relationship. All, all the, all the, all this sex relationship, relationship stuff has been on my mind. Anyway, I mean, it's all kind of, it's all kind of at the forefront. I, I'm, I imagine that's how it is with a lot of people, especially. I mean, you can be, you can be drawn into or out of a relationship by this kind of thing, and I don't know. Well, hey, let's talk about that. <laughs> sure. It's on your mind. Might as well. I literally, I know nothing yeah. about this. And also, I don't know what your boundaries are around what you're cool to talk about. Uh, I guess I'll just trust that you'll... Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll self-censor. Yeah, and if I ask something that you don't want to ask, I mean, I can steer another direction. So, mm. you know, I respect that. <laughs> I respect that. Um... Yeah, so what's on your mind then? You've mentioned a breakup a couple times, and then uh, that... It was pretty messy. Um, my fault. Everything's my fault. Uh, but, I, I don't know, It's it was it was long dis- international long distance, and that was... Um, that part of the relationship was difficult. And, uh, you know, I guess I'm, I'm very physical, not being able to be very physical very often... Uh, weight on me I, I guess a little bit and then you feel like then once you are able to be that way you know some of the, the luster can wear off pretty quick um, but you have to you, you start to you start to wonder is this is is this exactly what I thought it was going to be is this what I wanted I mean all this is all this is very recent for me and it's uh, I don't know Sounds tumultuous. It's tum- oh yeah. Hey, again, I mean, it's 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 all my fault anyway. So I have no one. I have no one to blame but myself. Which I don't, I don't know. It, maybe it's easier to just blame myself. Maybe it's maybe it's a cop out within a cop out. But I don't know. I, I I think it's easier that way. I just don't. I don't remember the last time that I was happy. Oh. It's been it's been a, it's it's been a solid year. Mm-hmm. I think ever since I moved to L.A. I think. Oh. Just, I, I don't know what it is. I just don't. I come from the from the Midwest. I drove here, out here uh, for Nerdist about a year ago, oh, over a year ago, last May, and uh, I don't know. Since then, just hasn't been hasn't been great. I mean, I'm fine. I'm comfortable, but I don't know. It's uh, maybe it's something about me. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. Know. It's- <laughs> I mean, well, it is about you, well, but th- there's nothing, I mean, I don't see anything wrong with you just off the bat. Like, yeah. I'm not getting any red flags, dude. Well, yeah. Sometimes I do. That's, I'm like... That's the weird stuff. I mean, I mean, on face value, it's easier to... The, the stuff that, you know, fucks up a relationship isn't the stuff that you can see from afar. It's, this, it's the kind of stuff that you have to talk to someone about. Like, oh, that's... You're oddly possessive, or you don't... You know, you you never laugh at my jokes. I mean, it's it's, it's weird. Ac- 
accumulating little things like that that lead up to it's 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 the it's the stack it's the stacks of TNT that blow up the bridge. It's never like oh you look like you're bad for relationships. I don't think that happens unless with some people. Some people are gross. Do you feel that you're bad for relationships or that the person you were with was? Uh, that's probably me. Okay. I don't see anything wrong with her really. I will. I will say this. I mean, two things. One, I was in a long-distance relationship for three years, and it was really painful, and I was very sexual, and it was so challenging to to kind of be wanting touch all the time and not being able to have it, yeah. like that intimacy, and the, I felt really disconnected from myself, and I, I felt like I couldn't connect to the people around me well, because there was something missing all the time, um, hmm. but also, I think that when people initiate breakups... Because uh, they're unhappy. It's one of the bravest things a person can do. Because mm. it's much easier, and many people do this, stay in relationships that aren't good for them because they don't want to hurt someone. Which I don't think is kind. I think it's unkind to be so afraid that you're going to hurt someone that you just secretly hurt everyone mm. by staying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little bit of all of that. So, there. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's... I, I it, it's it's situations like this that can make you feel really really hollow, you know, mm-hmm. not like not like yourself. I mean, I don't think I'm an unhappy person. I just haven't been. It's like it's like a it's like a vessel of happy that isn't hasn't been filled in a really long time or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I, I moving out here was the first time I was living by myself as well. Um, I, my college was close enough to my parents' house that I could stay there. So I was there for my grad and my undergrad. And, uh, then this last year was the first year by myself. And then you, you transplant someone from the, from the Midwest straight to LA where, you know, you know, all the cliches. Um, and they're true. I mean, it's, it is true. I think they're natural, painful transitions that happen when you move to Los Angeles. And to, to any big city or any major cultural shift like that. Yeah, I can definitely feel it. I mean, with the people, and I mean, I noticed this, I noticed this the other day. Just just a an immediate ability to switch a conversation to be about yourself. Wait, like you can do that, or that everybody I, I, does it? People in LA seem to do that. I mean, I, I can't say that I'm above it or anything, but I've, I've just seemed to notice that it's 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 like a it's like a trait that it's very easy. Like, oh, hey, how you doing? Well, I'm good. Yeah, me too. I'm working on this thing, and uh, I'm producing this thing, and oh yeah, that's like that time that I was working on this thing, and oh yeah, do you know that guy? Because I was thinking about doing. Uh, oh yeah, that's funny because I have this TV show script that I'm working on, and oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, you should uh, post that to my Instagram. Like it's 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 very it's very inward facing rather than outward facing. Um, it's not it's not putting out a lot of. It's not it's not talk to me. It's more like once you talk to me, we're talking about me. Like you, it's like it's like a black hole of shallowness that you approach me, you know what. You know, you know what you're in for. It's not. It's disconnecting. <laughs> it's it, it's yeah. not. It's it's really shallow networking without actually making real. I guess human so. I mean, I don't want to condemn the whole city. It's just something I've seemed to notice. I mean, like the way you can go to Canada and people are nicer. I mean, mm-hmm. you can tell once you hit the like. 
once you hit the ground in Toronto or something, I mean, you can tell that people are more polite and nicer and, you know, the pleases and thank yous and stuff. The same, same thing goes with here. You transition back and it was like, just got a fuck you attitude, you know? Yeah. Well, okay. I'm born and raised in Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, so I didn't grow up with that. And so... But I, most of my friends are in the entertainment industry in some way. I think it's the entertainment industry that morphs people into these into these things. It's yeah. You, you can't not. You have to be constantly aware of yourself. You have to be self promoting. Um, have a certain amount of self confidence. Obviously, you have to be shrewd business wise. I mean, I don't fault the people per se. It's more the culture. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, trying to put down roots and make actual friends and connections just to have a community. Yeah, I mean, I've already left. I mean, I've only been here a year. I've already lost friends due to, like, just stupid internet drama bullshit. Like, I don't even... Like, I just... <laughs> it's just like, you know, coming from where I have... You know, some of those things, you just want to, like, just hit the eject button. Just like, you know, just, I'm just gonna be... I'm just gonna be over here. Do, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what I do kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah. Very, I'm, I can be kind of insular like that, I guess. I'm, I'm not judging. No, I'm just trying to be honest. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, might as well tell somebody. Yeah. This isn't going anywhere. It's just between you and me. Ignore this thing. Oh, the, the recording microphone. <laughs> That's fine. No, I... I don't know. I It took me... Good 28 years before I found people that I really connected with in this city, you know? Isn't that, like, doesn't that strike you as odd? Yes, I was miserable. I couldn't wait to move away. Yeah. Like, I wanted to move to China, to France. I'll work at an embassy. I'll go to the Peace Corps. Um, yeah. I'll... I'll help out with sheep in New Mexico. Do they have sheep in New Mexico? I don't know. Yeah, sure. Um, but, uh... Moving to a neighborhood that I liked, and also actually getting involved in Nerdist. For me, getting to know sex people are really friendly, like poly people. I think you have to be. Swinger people. I mean, true. Um, (laughs) You know? But, like, way more kind and compassionate than the people that I'd generally been around. So, for me, actually, uh, that was really helpful to to find my people. I don't know. I don't, I don't really totally get along with, like, Burning Man people, but I go to the burn, you know? I don't really, like, I used Not to... Not this year, though. Too many bugs. I, I'm going this you year. You're going this year? Yeah, I... Uh. I just read today that the carbon footprint um, for that, uh, for Burning Man, is about what Switzerland outputs during a week. I saw the article that you posted. Like, I read it yesterday. Oh, right. And I... It's good to know. This will probably be my last year because I've only been. This is my fourth, and it's like, gonna be a lot of bugs too. Oh, we're waiting. They're dying. Stink bugs and seed bugs. Don't be mean. I'm not being mean. I'm stating the facts. Kyle, I'm helping out with Orgy Dome. I've got to be there. What's Orgy Dome? It's where you go and have sex in a big air conditioned dome, and it's nice. <sighs> Seems dirty to me. Seems like there'd be a lot of sand. We clean it a lot. It's a really. It's that's why it's it's important. It's Does important. Does get like tested beforehand? People. Well, there's uh, an orientation that I haven't been told what I say to people before they go in, but it's like all these boundary things. But there's plenty of things you can do before you, you know, endanger yourself. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of erotic massage. Um, 
but I would hope that people get tested regularly. You know, most people probably don't. No, that's what no, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's like getting vaccinated. Uh-huh. So. People don't do it enough, and they forget, and they don't mm-hmm. care, and they won't say anything. Mm-hmm. And we know that mm-hmm. from informational campaigns, statistical analyses of those campaigns. Most people don't get tested when they should, and they don't tell their partners. And even worse, when they have a disease, they don't know, and they spread it anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, what was it? Three quarters of people with AIDS didn't know they had AIDS. It's, you were so. It scares me. <laughs> I'm, I'm not prude. I'm just practical. There's a difference. I'm, I, I don't... I wouldn't knowingly put myself in a situation that I'm not comfortable with from a fucking virology standpoint. You know what I mean? Oh, I think I understand the, the missing. Like, uh, the people who come to the Orgy Dome generally bring their they bring their partners with them like they're looking for a space so they're already they just they just want to bang in a dome it's it's more like Orgy a lot of, implies a lot of switching and swapping, doesn't it? That's because no, I mean some people might be looking for someone, so there's. Well, then it's just like a bed dome. It's just like a fuck dome. That's what it is. It's not an orgy <laughs> dome. Just come here and fuck and watch other people fuck. It's the same. That's if you walk. That's in, different. If you walk into a room full of people I, doing sex, I it feels orgiest. I imagined a giant bed with forty people on it, and you just get in there. <laughs> no. And that seems very dangerous. To no, me. no, I, I. I've never been around. I know that those exist, but that's, that's back to the fuck pile. It's everyone back to the pile. <laughs> it's a specific. Oh, well, God. that's what it, a, an orgy dome sounds like—a dome in which there is an orgy. I. You see the confusion here? Yeah. This is why I, I don't go to Burning Man. <laughs> Confusing labeling on their sex domes. Oh my goodness! Yeah, we we ruined it. No, I can't go. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, there's so much. We've talked about so many things. I'm never had an orgy. Uh huh. No. You go. You go to one. You go to one. I know. I, I, again, I, it's the it's the unknown variables that I don't want to deal with because people don't know or they lie, and I don't want. Herpes. There are so many. I really don't want herpes. I don't want you to have herpes. Thank you. Neither do I, which is why I avoid that kind of thing. Okay. Oh. I would. I would do it. Probably if it was. <laughs> probably. I, I don't. I'm gonna sound selfish. Probably if it was like just all women, I would probably go because I do, again I don't want to. I don't know. It's just, it's a personal thing. I don't want to. I don't want to. Just don't want to accidentally touch a dog. Okay, there's so much happening right I, now. Like, I'm just watching you. Like, I'm sure someone's listening and being I'm, like, why isn't she... Uh, I'm trying to... I'm trying to decide what to, what to say or not. But, yeah, I mean... Yeah, sure. Yeah, everyone... Yeah, sure. If you meet me, this, this is what this is what I, I like and stuff. Your brain moves real fast. It does real. when it, it does when I have something to say. Uh-huh. Most of the times, I just don't talk to people. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I don't, uh, yeah. No, it's interesting. And... I, I, I can do without it. That, it's, it's a weird thing because I'm a communicator, mm-hmm. and that's my job, but I have a very... I have a, I have a switch. Mm-hmm. I mean, I sit here with my cats. If I'm not working, I'm sitting here playing video games with my cats. Mm-hmm. That's about it. I don't... I drink. I don't go out. I don't see anybody. I don't talk to anybody. But then if I have to go film something, 
bah. Oh, it's on. Now we got to talk about the engineering marvels here. You know, like it's it's that. It's flipping that switch on. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not it's not insincere. I mean, I'm I get excited about science, and it's what I do. It's why I do it. But I just don't like. Just don't. Not a, not a huge people person, I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. So Comic Con was rough. But oh, I walked God. 31 miles. I checked my pedometer oh my on my God. iPhone. Yeah, 31. You, it's probably in your data if you if you have an iPhone. You go into health. It's probably in there. I just checked my health app, and I don't think it's been doing go back its to, thing. Go back to July. It's just like I don't have to turn anything on. It just has been doing no, it's that. It's just a pedometer. It's an accelerometer that tracks steps. Right. Yeah. 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 So um, uh, yeah, I, I it's showing me over the, over the three days. Five miles per day with like ten miles on Saturday. I was just all. No wonder you look so tired. (laughs) No, that's just that's that's a reflection of the inner turmoil. (laughs) Um. Okay. This is. I. I, You've said so many things that we could go into, and. No, I don't want to because I like I trust that my listeners like we've talked about different types of sex parties and like the agreements that you have going into them. Yeah, or I'm, I've, I'm such a newbie. I would see. I think my 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 pedantry for rules and like regulations and like biology and stuff. I would I would probably get kicked out of a party. Asking all the questions I feel like I need to ask. Like, I, I would be... I'm very intrigued. I'm just also very wary. Because I need, like, my checks and balances mm-hmm. filled out before. It's like, okay, well, how many people are going to be there? What kind? Do I know them? How... Do they, do they know me? What, have they been tested? Uh... <laughs> do I have to say my name? Do I have to know their name? Like, all, all these things, it's, it'd be very... I would need an orientation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you... No, you, I need to go into, like, a... Fucking you need a spirit sem- guide. Like a, like a fuck seminar. <laughs> a fucking art. I teach those. <laughs> hey! Yay! Um, but I, I also appreciate talking to somebody who's just coming from a very different place. Like, uh, you've only been here for a year, Midwest, mm-hmm. and the way you were talking about, like, um... Being really jealous and anal sex, and like men are told that they're supposed to want that, and I, I, I try to know myself. I mean, there's no point in there's no point in denying it. You know, it's every that's it, the weird thing about sex is that everyone know to 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 some extent, unless they find like the perfect partner who suggests something. You're like, oh shit, that's what I've always wanted. But everyone knows what they want. It's either it's it's the degree to which they put a sensor on themselves. Mm-hmm. They 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 have the sexual being that they are, and then they put a mask over it depending on who they're with. That's how I feel. Um, and they change how they act, what they do, what kinds of things they try or say. Um, but unless you find, you know, your perfect, your perfect person or whatever, I think, I think you're never really your sexual self. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, that's just the name of the game. I mean, it's, it's not a bad thing. That's, that's kind of how it needs to be. It's a compromise, right? Uh, you settle on stuff, I guess you fall into your routine. This is the kind of thing we do before this kind of thing. I mean, yeah, routines are natural. You're so I, happy as I'm, I'm speaking. Why is that? Because uh, I'm just enjoying watching. I like watching people's minds work, and and what's coming out of your mouth is just really fun to me because it's not. I don't vocalize this stuff very often, if at all. I don't think I've ever said most of this stuff. Well, thank you for being well, you're so just, you're open. At, you're just asking, yeah. Yeah. Sure. 
it's it's just interesting to me that like you know of course there are compromises of course we're not going to be our entire sexual self because we're different every day you know we're different every year yeah you see um, something on the internet and you're like yeah let's do that something right and, then and you, and you get inspired. weirdly obsessed about it and you're like okay I want I really want to try this but I don't know how to bring it up and maybe if I just put a pinky there <laughs> and hope for the best no, it's, I, I don't know it's 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 weird it's like it's unless you're a very open person I think you more try to like push your own boundaries and see where the other person says stop I guess uh like right, like if you don't have the communication tools or the yeah. the permission to want that, exactly. it's like you just keep pushing boundaries and like number. Oh, that's, I mean that's how I tried it the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and at least like with with like anal. That, I mean that was, that was this was years and years and years ago, but uh, it was it was more just trying to non-verbally have the agreement rather than verbally because again that stigma and that. That um, the taboo nature of it is like, well, if if I can somehow, if I can somehow Morse code this shit, then we won't have to say anything, so we both won't feel weird. It will just happen. <laughs> Which is a, it's a weird dance to do, but you know. That really no, that's a thing. Yes, and that's I. I I imagine that's where a lot of source of sexual conflict comes from when you don't feel like you can say something because it's either taboo or you're not sure if the partner will like it or if you're not sure that you will like it yourself but you want to try you won't say it but you might leave you you, you get neurotic in your own head about leaving little clues or hints you might you know you might have a, a, a hand on the neck and you might just do a tiny squeeze and then just be very vigilant you know like those mm-hmm. weird kind of nonverbal cues that you're hoping is going to turn into something that you won't have to say because it gets around the hard part and you don't want to you don't want to be dealing with awkwardness in that situation i mean that's probably the last situation sex is probably the last place where you want to have something awkward or stop the flow of mm-hmm. things so why not if you can get away with it go a nonverbal route than a verbal route um it's easier that way unless you're open or unless you're just opening up on a podcast for no reason no i've, I've never actually uh talked like to <laughs> dude, here we are opening here we are. up it's different than putting a pinky in we're just jumping in oh just oh oh talking just Get the KY. No, you said no KY last time. No KY. No KY. Uh, I mean, lube, yes. Not yeah, no, not no. KY, though. Yeah. For whatever reason you said. This gets really sticky. It do- Yeah, you're right. I mean, I love thick... No, I remember that. ...viscous lube. Yeah. I just don't like... Um, yeah, nice, like, yeah. back-of-the-throat stuff. <laughs> it's true. Don't, don't make me feel weird about it. Wait, I'm confused though. I mean, yes, it's just so different. KY, basically, do you use thick spit as lube? Sometimes. Yes. Sometimes. Your back of the throat or their back of the throat? Oh no, theirs. Uh huh. Yeah. There's a lot of like. Okay, give me this. Yeah, you gotta get. You gotta get it (laughs) first. You gotta you gotta mine it. (laughs) You gotta you gotta drill it out of there. Uh, it's 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 a it's a natural response in the mouth to certain kinds of acts, if you will. You just use that. Oh, I I've never heard of this. Tell Shut me up. more. Shut up. Don't. What do you mean? I don't get You're, it. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I'm not, I don't have to go into it. I teach two separate blowjob classes. I don't know anything about this at all. A beginner and advanced course. Mm-hmm. 
well, intermediate. It feels weird to be like advanced. I feel like that's more like a like a practice group or something. What? Well, what's the what would, what's the main difference between a beginner and an advanced? If 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 there was one thing that would let me put it to you this way: if you saw if you saw someone's technique, what would be one of the things that would designate a beginner and an advanced? Oh, I don't think like that at all. No, I want to know that though. If you saw, if, 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 you, I just if you saw, saw if, you, if, if you're watching porn or whatever, or yeah, sure. If you saw <laughs> saw someone on the street giving a blowjob <laughs> like you do, uh, what would be an indication as like oh, that's an advanced person versus like oh, pff, she doesn't know what she's doing or he, whatever. I think it's the same as like watching people on the dance floor, like people who <laughs> are just getting into it. Even if you're not really enjoying what they're doing, when they're like having a great time and like kind of just really sure of themselves, does that make you advanced? I would imagine it has something to do with hands. I I mean I want specifics. You are asking the wrong questions, Kyle Hill. No, 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 no. I think I'm exact. No. So the way I um, separate my intermediate and my beginning class mm. is in, in terms of objective is the the beginning class I'm do I'm really covering basics of like here's anatomy and then here's some great hand techniques here's some great mouth techniques here you can evol- you can bring them together I give some ideology like um, sex is creative and so it's it's like every person's gonna jam out in a different way stuff like that mm. but when you get to intermediate it's more like all right I know you've been around. Let's find out how we can personalize our blowjobs to the person that we're blowing. So then it becomes more like customization. Yeah, that makes sense. So, um, but I bring in a lot of, um, I don't know, there's just, oh, a lot, yeah, and all the zucchini, (laughs) you know. Wait, is that Um, true? No. What, do you you just use dildos or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes makes more sense. They can't show that in movies. They don't show dildos. I mean, they show fruit, because... It's impractical. No, but people use carrots or bananas or... Yeah, but it's not... I just have a lot of dildos, like, for the purpose of bringing them to parties and things. Yeah, but, like, the consistency and, like, the shape you'd feel would be quite important for advanced people. You and this hand I can't thing. stop. Me and, my, just... me and my colleague at work do it all the time. I can't, oh, okay. I can't stop myself. Is it Malik? No, it's not Malik. It's right. my friend Matt. Oh. Music editor. Ah. Um... Yeah, so in the blowjob classes, it's it's more customization. Yeah, hmm. a good blowjob is good is is better than good sex to me. I can see that. Yeah. Mhm. I feel like a good blowjob is is also like there's more intricacy and nuance in to the kind of sensations one can feel. Oh, you're paying very close attention. They're gonna say you're paying for it. Pay- well, when you're paying for it, when you're paying a thousand dollars, yeah, it better be. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's just a product of the situation. If you were, if I w- if I was just sitting and receiving, then you're 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 singularly focused on paying attention to one kind of sensation. But if you were if you were banging, I mean, you got there's a lot of moving parts, mm-hmm. literally. So, I mean, you can't really pay attention to what you know, your vast deference is doing when you're also trying. Can you feel your vast deference when you're getting a blowjob? I don't know. I just I just threw out a term. Oh, okay. I got excited. I mean, I didn't. Why is that? Would that be like a? Would that be like a superhuman thing? Well, that's like saying like, oh, when I'm driving, I can totes feel my liver. You know, it's like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just threw that. I threw that <laughs> term out. Um, frenulum. That's what I meant. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. 
Yeah, I think it's just whatever you're into. I think great sex. I, I like body movement and like the way sex feels and pleasure feels when like muscles are contracting and relaxing and yeah. and the dynamics of two bodies in motion. I think it's um, can be really interesting and exciting. And also, I think when especially when I have a lot of sexual energy that I need to get out, mm. just slamming my body against somebody just feels great. Sure. I can imagine that. You know? I also get tired, though. Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just saying. Sometimes I'm just tired, you know? Oh, just in general. I thought you meant because... Oh, yeah, I'm just, I think I'm just tired now. I think I'm unhappy and tired. Just all the time. Okay. So, therefore, uh, relaxing, I'm, reclining and getting a blowjob is... is yeah, just, just like... Drinking a bunch of beer if it's night, or drinking a bunch of coffee if it's morning. Mm-hmm. Either starting the day or ending it. Whatever. Okay. Gotta modulate with chemicals. Okay. Yeah, that's what I do. Uh-huh. Noontime heroin. Hey, they wouldn't. It wouldn't be so cheap if it wasn't so good. Is it cheap? I don't know. I, never, I don't fucking know. But <laughs> people seem to enjoy it. Um. I want to switch gears and talk about the thing that I want to talk to you yeah, about. Yeah, sure. Let's, yeah. Now that we This really is somehow going to be weirder than everything we've mentioned so far. Really? Well, yeah, because I don't even know how to, I don't even know how to broach this topic without sounding like an asshole. Well, I'm going to broach it my way. Okay. So you can just be quiet now. I've, yeah. So That's we met at WonderCon at the Nerdist booth, and I was there for two hours or so with a sign out that said, Sex and Love Advice, five cents, like, like Lucy from the Peanuts. Do a lot of pe- people carry nickels? No, it was goofy. It was it was just silly. Yeah. I, I negotiated scholarships. 25 cents would have been better, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <Good idea. laughs> um, and you and I met briefly, and you were standing like two people away from me, like near all the merch being yeah. sold at Nerdist, and, mm-hmm. and then I was in the corner, and people would kind of... Not a lot of people come over because they kind of giggle. They don't get that it's a real thing. That No, you can literally ask me anything. Yeah, Um... And the first thing that happened, I don't know if you remember this, but two girls came up to me and they were like, five cents for sex and love advice? I'm like, yeah, eh, eh. And I kind of just, you know, you trying, do that a lot. Uh, eh? Eh? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's what you're I'm trying to, <sighs> trying to disarm people and being no, no, coming to work. But yeah, it's, uh, I used to do the robot a lot during workshops. Like, eh? I, eh? <laughs> Huh? Huh? <laughs> He's doing sex no, don't, motions I'm not doing while... I'm, I'm just doing the robot. Um, but they came up to me, mm. and they were like, well, can I pay five cents for sex and love advice from him? And they pointed oh, at I you. Oh, I don't remember that. They but, said that? Yeah, from him. And you were doing whatever, and I was what like... Was I supposed, what 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 I say? Well, what I did is I went, well, uh, let's see. Like, hey, Kyle, did you, uh... What do you want him to do for five cents? Well, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's weird. Did she want, like, a hug or something? Yeah, like, I think there was some kind of touch thing. She wanted to touch me. And then I... It's weird being a guy because you're expected to want that all the time from any woman anywhere. So my first reaction was just, yeah, sure, a quick hug. That's great. Um... And then I thought about it a few seconds later, and it's just like, I mean, that's incredibly inappropriate. And mm-hmm. if I was a woman, um, I think it would be more readily recognized as such. Do you remember actually hugging the person? Because I remember something different happening. 
Oh, what the hell did I do? Because there were several, there were several instances that day. Yeah. And this was the first one for me noticing. I was like, well, maybe no judgment, just five cents. Like, why don't you just like look at her and like rub your shoulder? Oh yeah, shit. <laughs> I remember that. I think there was. Why, like- did, I, why did I do that? I, I, again, it's like. No, please go on. What else did I do? I forget. No, and so, because I hadn't noticed anything up to that point, so I thought it was just really kind of stupid and goofy. Mm. And so you did that, and I was like, keep keep eye contact, and, and so you did. And just for, like, two seconds. Yeah. And then she's like, cool, and then gave me a nickel, and then I handed it to you, and you were like, ugh, no. no, no, no. Yeah, I think at that point I realized, because I got paid to be, uh, to sexualize myself. Mm-hmm. And it was odd. Yeah, uh, I was. I was in that in that moment. I was acting. I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, do this." Uh huh. Yeah, I can be sick. But I, I, I didn't. I didn't take it as, like you know, perform for me or you know mm-hmm. or something like that. And and then I felt bad because I realized, like, you can can you imagine uh, asking any woman mm-hmm. anywhere, "Hey, hey, babe." Give you a nickel if you rub your shoulder at me. It's like, oh, you fucking ugh. It's so gross. But in and your listeners might be thinking of it of it in this way, and I want them to. It's like when I say that I am uncomfortable with things like that. Probably a lot of the reaction is, well, why? You're a guy. Grow up. I mean, it's no, no it's no big deal. My listeners are the best. They are sweet and compassionate and good and smart. I, I, I don't mean it. I don't mean it in a degrading way. Of course, listeners. I mean. I mean. But the, they surprised me. Like I've been like I thought they'd be like that, and then they're totally like awesome. Like, like getting it. Okay. Well, then like, let me rephrase the. What I get a sense from the general population is that if a man is uncomfortable with, uh, performing, in in a sexual way or being sexual, or receiving sexual attention from women. It is always welcome, mm-hmm. um, and it it never was a problem for me because I wasn't receiving any attention. Um, but once I started doing you know a, a YouTube show every week and going to some of these conferences and stuff like that, it did. I mean, I thirty. Uh, Thirty percent of the comments on my last video are about my appearance, either either my hair or my face or you know whatever it is. Um, yeah, a third of comments, and it's an educational show. I don't try to flaunt anything or dress like you know. I, I dress like this, you know. So uh, he's wearing a t-shirt. Just wearing a t-shirt. So it's 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 very it's unsettling to me that I can be sexualized so easily. And it makes me uncomfortable because I feel like I shouldn't say anything. And not only shouldn't I, but I can't. Either because it will be used as an argument, reductio ad absurdum kind of thing. I was like, well, have you received rape threats or anything like that? Because women do. Of course, I know this. And if you don't get it in that kind of way in that kind of degree, then what the hell are you complaining about? Women have it worse than you. So what's the problem? Grant, I would never say that I get anything worse than what, like, Jessica Chobot gets or or, uh, another high-profile woman. I I know being a woman on the Internet is terrible. It's just that I had not experienced that kind of sexualization before as a man, and to me it's in the same vein of how prison rape is still funny Mm -hmm. or how men don't get raped by women. 
again, these are things that happen that do not happen in any sort of ballpark in the same way that they do to women. You know, it's it's just it's not even the same conversation, but it does happen and the feeling is that as a man it's it's always welcome and it's 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 funny or he should like it. Mm-hmm. Um, why wouldn't he? And it, it's it's be, it's become something that I've uh, been increasingly uncomfortable about, and I don't know how to talk about it because it makes me, especially around women, because it makes me sound like an asshole. I mean, like, oh yeah, I mean, it's just it's that that's that that's exactly my point. When when I feel uncomfortable for saying like, oh, this this woman said, um, oh, thanks for tricking me into liking science with a strong jaw. I feel like any woman hearing that who's had any experience on the internet would be like, "Girl, the fuck up." Um, but at the same time, to me, if you if you just flip the genders and said, "Thanks for tricking me into science with a nice rack" or something like that, it's a hundred percent unacceptable. Where for me, it is uh, in the eyes of the general population. I feel is that it's not a hundred percent unacceptable. Maybe it's maybe it's unacceptable, but it's not don't do this, it's, eh, well, you know, you're a guy, whatever, you know. Right, you don't feel supported by society in this. I don't, not to say that I wouldn't be, it's just I don't even know how to talk about it, really, without, again, sounding like I'm not acknowledging the the hardships of, of another gender, and it, it, it feels like a privilege thing for me to say as well, like, oh, I mean... Women call me hot on the internet. Oh, it's so bad. I mean, it, it, it just sounds like a dickish thing to say. Um, well, if you say it like that, yeah. Well, but, but that's how I feel like I, I sound if I say anything. Do like, you feel like you're being a dick talking about it right now? I'm not even sure if I'm talking about it the correct way. I, mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I really do not know how to broach the subject. I think you're doing a fantastic job, and you are talking about it. And and you're giving, I mean, I can see that you're giving space to, the fa- and you're acknowledging that for women, um, it's I mean, a more hostile Experience. I, I'd imagine it has to be. I mean, I've I've never gotten anything hostile. I've never been I've never been threatened or, or something like that. But you know, I have been you know unwelcomely touched or accosted or uh, commented about or mm-hmm. you know or you know. Hey, maybe for the next video you should you shouldn't be wearing a shirt or something like that. You know, it's it's it sounds like some that's the to me it's the problem. As a man, it's that sounds like something I should be okay with. Mm-hmm. But if you flip the gender, it's it's unacceptable. I don't feel like we need to flip the gender. I feel like this well, that, is that's the only that's the only that, that's the only outlook I that's that's the only perspective other perspective that I have I don't oh, yeah, like, I don't know like you're feeling weird and then you think about it you flip it and you go oh I get it I it, this is what it feels like like the only thing you can reference because I don't have male friends that I would even want to talk to about they're like you ever get you ever get uncomfortable when women talk about your appearance on the internet because again it's like that one of those things like what bro mm-hmm. like <laughs> they why don't you why don't you love that? I mean, isn't that great? Maybe, maybe, maybe when it's welcome every once in a while, but not when it's a, a pattern of 
sexualization and I know that it's never going to go away and the problem is being in a place like LA I also have to use it to my advantage or else I'm stupid mm-hmm. you know what I mean it would be silly to let myself go or, right. or something you know it's I, I don't I don't know how to talk about it without sounding like an asshole that's the problem I don't you're doing fine. You're not an asshole uh, from this conversation. I haven't talked to anybody about this before because I don't know what to say or who to talk to. Mm-hmm. So when I brought it up at Comic-Con, it was like, oh, I could talk to her. Yeah, I mean, it's, I got I to gotta say something sometime. I mean, I was glad because when I brought it up, I felt like, because I thought about talking to you about it because I saw, I had never seen that much I'd never seen that before, a uh, woman acting like that toward a guy. Or no, you just have to find. I've actually. Famous. I'm sure if you if we went to like you go, if you were at WonderCon, you just went to one of the signing booths for Supernatural or some shit. I mean, those guys are gorgeous. I mean, I'm sure the same exact thing was happening. But the thing is about but you. It's okay, because they're men. That's my, that's my point. But there's also a level of, like, when people are uh, get to a point in celebrity, there's a little bit more, like, respect or, like, sure. awe. Yeah, I'm just Whereas, <laughs> well, you're, like, oh, a correspondent, like, you're, you're, you're not at that level where it's like, oh, it's Kyle. Where you wouldn't even approach me, yeah. You know, it's more like you're approachable, you know, and you're just standing right there. And, Try to be. Yeah, and, and super likable, and these women were just... Being off, like I've been to porn conventions and I've never seen that. <laughs> like I've been catcalled and I've been harassed on the uh, street, but like I, porn I, I, they I, line I, I up. I wouldn't even. I don't like. It's hard for me to even believe you. They line up. They take a lot of pictures, you know. And I'll see like, guys like put their arm around the model and to take a picture, and like I'll be like, maybe you shouldn't put your hand that low on her back, you know, stuff like that. And so I know that I, I'm not speaking for a bunch of women who are working at porn conventions. I'm just saying, like. Like, I've been around the lines going up to different porn actresses, and and then there's, there's security, too. And so, it's just... And again, that's women. I don't, I, don't, I don't have any reference point, you know? I mean, my... my it, happens, it, happens to my, it happens to my friend as well, and I don't... Uh, we've never talked about it, and I don't know what to say or what to do or what's okay. Or it's, it's, very, it's very awkward for me. Um... I mean, the thing oh I've, man! Oh, I just—in my head, that's exactly how I sound. It's like, oh man, I just, just hate being so attractive to women. Like, just well, shut the fuck up. Is what I feel like everyone should be saying to me, but I still feel uncomfortable. But it seems like you feel unsafe too. Like, I don't think anyone. I've, I've, that's that's the thing. I've never been put in a in a situation where I felt unsafe. I I can I can handle myself. I don't think that. I'm I'm fine. I'll well, be I mean, fine. It's I it's can, just I can run real fast, and I know martial arts, but I still feel vulnerable in a weird place where I don't necessarily sometimes ca- I can't speak up for. Like well, I, what are you gonna do in public? I mean, it's that's the hard thing when you're at a convention as someone who's a guest at the convention or something like that. It's either. I mean, you can do this probably in a more democratic way than what I'm thinking, but, I mean, you either go along with it or you kind of make a scene. Mm-hmm. And what do you usually defer to, even if you're uncomfortable? Usually just, well, me, I kind of just go along with it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, hey, mm-hmm. you know, back off. I, you know, I don't, 
I don't want to be that person, but I don't, uh, you know, I can, I, I don't know if this is going to get to the point where it is, where I have to say, you know, mm-hmm. back off or something. You know, it's... Have you tried, I mean... I haven't tried anything. Oh, okay. I just try to be nice. Mm-hmm. What about saying something like, hey, I'm feeling uncomfortable right now. Or like just being able to state that you're having a, a feeling. I don't think I don't. I don't think people would believe me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why would they? That's my. That's 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 the dilemma. You, yeah. you don't. Well, I guess you won't know until you try. I. I mean, I don't think that anybody needs to like. It shouldn't be happening. Well, here's the thing: we haven't really fully illustrated it. I, so I was standing talking to someone about a really deep, intense, like gender sexuality issue at WonderCon, and and you were still standing kind of where you were, and this woman came to my right, you were on my left, and started talking across our conversation to you, like just being like, hey, 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 and I looked at her because I was really like person was about to cry like they were really in like a tough spot so I looked at the woman and I was like excuse me I need you he I'm not part of this like you need to go over there she's like it'll just take a minute and then she just kept yelling at you and like I don't know if you remember this like I like almost had to like, bring a smack down on this woman <laughs> and so you don't remember that I I had to like I literally chopped the air in front of her face to cut the staring she had with you and was all like yo hey hey and then I was like and then I like did this little like thing like to get her to look at me I was like you need Jeez. to walk around like I really I was, don't <laughs> okay Shit. I mean I think you're talking to other people but and then like she went mm. around, interrupted whatever you were doing over there, and it turned out it was to, like, give you a t-shirt or, like, it was like, something really not that important. Signer shoes. Important. I don't remember. Was it signing shoes? It might have been. <laughs> and, like, so my feathers were real ruffled. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was like, did do you need a bodyguard? Like, do I need to just, like, fight some people? <laughs> like, what is going on? Um, because, yeah, women were getting really aggressively, like, like wanting you to, to come over to them, like, give them attention, and, like, hey, sweetie, hey, cutie, hey, cutie. I'm like, that is so unacceptable. Like, who are, are you an animal person? Like, get it together. <laughs> like, I was embarrassed for them. Um, yeah. So I don't know how to maybe make it stop, but it's... It's not going to stop. It's... It's oh. not It's not going to stop. Nothing Nothing like this ever stops. It's It's how you deal with it. That's all that's going to change, you know? Uh-huh. It's not like... It's not like people, uh, people are going to stop being shitty on the internet or anywhere mm-hmm. else. Uh, you just got to... You got you to gotta put some... Put something in place, either physically or mentally, to deal with it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what that is. Oh, you're so just resigned to it. I've, what, what am I gonna do? I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't really matter. I mean, what am I? What am I gonna say? I mean, it's never. It's. It's. I don't know, man. It's just. It's just weird. It, it makes me uncomfortable, and I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I can say anything about it because. Because mm-hmm. I'm not a woman, and it's mm-hmm. not. It's not equally valid. Mm-hmm. Again, I know. That it's worse, but I can I still am entitled to be uncomfortable. Yeah, you're entitled to your feelings. 
Absolutely. I don't, I don't know. And it's hard because I, I am very conscious about my appearance and, you know, I, I try to look good. So it's, it's hard to, well, then why do you do that? You know, why do you care, you know, what your hair looks like or whatever? I mean, it's, 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 it's very weird. I don't know how to, I don't know how to cross the space, you know? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people actually do make themselves less attractive because they don't like the attention they're getting. Like fuck that. I don't want that. I, I don't no, no, I'm not saying that you need to do that. No, I know. I just, I, I don't like the idea of people, I mean, they can make me uncomfortable, but if, when they start having power over me, you know, it, oh, no, no, now that I think about it, this already happened, actually, so never mind. What? Well, kind of. I mean, uh, people were saying that when I wear certain kinds of shirts, they can see more of my body than mm-hmm. other times, and I stop wearing their shirts. You mean like they were more, like, more revealing? Yeah. Like, like, V-necks? Just, just or like... tighter and stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. We did do that. Fuck. They won already. Great. Glad I learned that about myself. Well, I mean, cleavage. I can make that happen. Yeah. But I don't because I know I'm pulling focus. Yeah. And for what I do, I don't want f- pull it to pull focus to my chest. I want I want people more focused on what I'm saying and, yeah. and my facial expressions. And I mean, some people can't help having cleavage and, and stuff, but I I make that choice. And so it's more just. You know, it's it's an art of directing attention. So I, I don't think of it as, like, them taking power, really. But it's just like, oh, okay. Like, boobs. I'm not going to make that choice. So you're making a choice to, you know, be less showy with your body. It's I don't think it's it means that anybody won. I think it's just a valid decision, artistically even. I guess so. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't... <sighs> It's, it's, it's hard because to be, I'm, I'm trying to find some kind of space in the science communication sphere where it's, it's, it's not just guy stands up, talks to camera. It's, it's, it's youthful and engaging. And if I can be attractive, then be attractive. So it's at least, it's, it's at least interesting to look at and, Informative. I don't go over the top to try to be sexy or anything like that. But if I can look good, why not? Um, I feel like that would help me. Would help set me apart from the demographic of science communicators, science communicators, which are mostly fifty to seventy-five year old white men. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I can, you know, if I can somehow take advantage of the way I look, I'll do that. But. I guess now that I'm finding out that if I do do that, then then some of these consequences happen. I mean, I have. I've, I've, I remember just just a couple of weeks ago, I was just I was just growing my beard out because I just did not. It's like, oh, don't do that. You know, it covers up your jawline. Like, I don't give a fuck. I don't want to. I just don't care. I just don't want to. I don't want to deal with it. So I was just I was just not shaving, and I was in a very not care attitude. I've been growing my hair out for pretty much the same reason. I just don't give a shit. I mean, I, I haven't gotten a haircut since I moved here, mm-hmm. like, over a year ago. And I was doing a Thor cosplay, which is kind of where I wanted to get to <laughs> for Comic-Con. That's why my hair is blonde. Um, mm-hmm. It's usually, like, dark brown, but, um, yeah. I don't know. It's hard because everyone wants attention. 
I mean, it's not that I don't want attention. It's just the kind of attention, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I I totally, I mean, I get it. I feel it. I get it. Um, Yeah. I've gotten too much attention in my life, and so I tend to shy away from attention. Um, Understandable. So... I remember cutting my hair really short uh, at the end of high school because I, I don't know, I just I, I got a lot of attention. And I didn't like that. I like I like um, being able, if I could, to change something about myself drastically. It feels like it feels like you can stop being yourself for a second. Mm-hmm. When it, at least it, it sounds stupid, but if you have a beard or something like that, you know, or uh, this is just me, I guess. I know that if I just didn't like the way I was looking, I could just change it instantly, and I'd, and I'd be a different, slightly different person or something. It's like it's like being able to give control over something that is almost uncontrollable to me. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you want to be able to hide a little bit. I do most of the time. Other, I mean, aside from when I do public stuff or video stuff, I I wear all gray all the time, hoodie, hoodie, hood up, sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's just a sad sack of shit. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, there's plenty of stuff going on in your life right now. Yeah, you know? not so. No. Yeah, I'm not I'm not happy, so I, don't, I guess I don't know what I expected. But yeah. no, I've I've been struggling with some major depression, anxiety for the last year. So yeah, I should go. I, feel I, should, you. I should go to the doctor or something. Uh-huh. I don't know. It can be helpful. I've been self medicating with alcohol too much. I know that. Mm-hmm. I know that. I just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. It's easier than going to the doctor. Uh, there's actually. <laughs> that sounds like a red flag. <laughs> that does. When I say it out loud. That sounds like a bad thing to do. Yeah, probably. Um, I actually know a good counseling center. Kind of near here. I'm also lazy, though. Oh. It's like, oh, do I have to go somewhere? Oh. Uh, they're really comfy couches. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it really cuts into my Batman time. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I... It's like I want to help, you know? But the first, the first step is admitting that there's a problem, and, the, and this is. I know there are problems. It's 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 coming down to me. I mean, I make the decision about all of these things, even relationship wise or attention wise or fucking depression wise. I have power over all of this. I know. I'm just lazy and I'm sad, so I just don't feel like I. Mm-hmm. I know people can help me. I have friends that have been trying to contact me for months because they haven't seen me, mm-hmm. and I just don't. I just don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, a, I'm, I'm abyssally apathetic. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty juicy sign of depression. Whatever. No, that's fine. Who, who, who cares? I mean, <laughs> look, I mean, you know, if, if I can do, if I, if I can help increase the knowledge base of humanity in any small way, whether that be articles or videos, if I can just do my thing, then that's 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 all that matters. Like then I'll be fine. I'm fine with that. It doesn't matter how I f- I feel in the interim. I guess it just doesn't matter. As long as I'm doing my work and it means something, I don't care. I'm here with my cats. I'm 
I'm good, I guess. You realize how sad that sounds? To you, I guess. Okay. All right, cool. Um, they're adorable. They're really adorable. Yeah. You guys have a really good rapport. I have. I've I had them for 15 years now. Yeah, they're old girls. I had. I got them when they were babies. It's my brother's, and that's mine in the corner, and... Uh, they had him all through when my brother was living at the house, too. He had his cat, but then my mom got um, divorced and remarried while I was living in China with them and my father. And uh, divorced, remarried, moved back here to Wisconsin. Got some cats. And then her new, my stepfather, her new husband, didn't want to take the cats with them as they moved to a different house. So there was. There was no way I would leave them or give them up to anybody, so I took them with me. <laughs> the only cur- the only girls that haven't left yet. Oh. I hear ya. <laughs> I'm bringing everybody down. I'm, I'm ap- I apologize, but it's just it's just, it's, it's it's like right here. So it's a lot of it's it's right on the surface. It's it's a it's a duck on on the surface of the water. You know, it's like. Mm-hmm. I'm sure when you when I when I saw you in the lobby, it's like, oh yeah, I remember him. He's not, he doesn't look like, <laughs> he feels like shit. But underneath the surface of the water, legs. Are... Oh, I could tell immediately that oh, there was great. something wrong. Oh great! Oh no, it's. I mean, even your texting. I was like, he oh, might just be. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. Get, no, yeah. Let <laughs> me know so I can I can fake it. Yeah, I. You know what I learned from Chris Hardwick? Exclamation points. Oh yeah, I, yeah. Have you ever emailed with him? It's just no, like I, I, he's a he's a different thing. No, no, no. But I just now I because I notice all the ex, all the like enthusiasm. I'm happy. Emails. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's so helpful. I use exclamation points all the time now. <laughs> just and I'm. I've tried faking it. I kind of stopped. It's just like again, like who cares? Mm-hmm. You know. But again, it's L.A., so everyone cares all the time. Why aren't you smiling? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I, everyone feels that way. It's like, oh, cheer up. What's, what's the matter? You want a hug? How about I knock all your teeth out? How about that? Wait, do you not feel that? Is that just me? All right, never mind. Um, I'm, you know, I'm a faker. Do you like when a guy is telling you, like, cheer up, let's see a smile, something like that? And you're like, no, if I wasn't mad before, I'm very mad now. Actually, I get, I, I get like that. Because I have resting bitch face. Mm-hmm. I look very Really? Oh, yeah. I look very mean. G- give it to me. Yeah, I guess so. I look very mean all the time. Uh-huh. So people, oh, what's wrong? Cheer up. Are you going to... Get out of my face. You seem like you have intense energy. I don't know. It doesn't seem... It's fo- It's focused. Uh-huh. It's, la- it's, it's laser-ish. Right. Or the things that are important to me are very important. Other stuff just kind of... just It's just like floating in a fog. It's it's like trying to it's like trying to grab fog. That's what I feel like happiness is sometimes. It's it's a it it it, it, it it's it's like a it's it's like a, a a miasma of emotions that if you could only get it back down to that one radiant ball of whatever it was you were looking for, you'd be okay. But it's it's just dispersed. You can't you can you can you can feel the touch of it on your hand because it's. Thick when you move when you try to move through it, but there's no substance there. Does sex? Um, how does sex relate to all this? 
like does sex bring joy into your life or is it more just pleasure like different people relate to you know in different ways um it's an outlet a lot mm-hmm. of this i mean i do get very passionate mm-hmm. um you know, I'll get I'll get really revved up about about stuff or someone or or doing something or something like that. But sometimes it sometimes you know it can feel like you know like killing time sometimes. Which isn't to say it's not bad. It's just if I can can I can I can I feel something else right now? Then why not? You know what I mean? Like, let's just take a break from. Let's, let's just let's just focus on this for however long it is, and then you can be, you can go back to the rest of the stuff. But maybe you'll be a little bit more relaxed. That's a nice distraction. I think I'm way more depressed than I thought. Like just talking about all this out in the open, it's like, ah, man. Well, this is what podcasts do now these days, anyway. Just just be just be open and. Or whatever. I'm really, I'm whatever. I mean, I'm I really appreciating your because so many people do not open up. I think it's because I haven't really talked to anybody uh-huh. in a long time, uh-huh. and you seem nice. <laughs> yeah, don't mind me. I could just, I, you know. <laughs> no, I know, I, I know you're respectful and kind. So, I mean, I guess I just I, sometimes I feel like I should just say, just say it. Mm-hmm. Rather, oh, thank you. Thank you for being. Uh, I'd rather I'd rather not unburden myself to somebody who is very emotionally connected with me, and it brings along a whole other, you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just easier. Mm-hmm. It's like confessional, I guess. Yeah, hanging out with strangers. Yeah, I did confession once. I, I went to sixteen years of private Catholic school. Had the exact opposite effect that they were intending, I imagine. Um, <laughs> Pretty much a 180 from that, but uh, Jesuits know their stuff. They're good people. Jesuits are good people. Don't get me <laughs> wrong. They can teach a kid, but also, I'm not not religious anymore. Anymore. I don't think I ever was. Like when you're when you're when you're when you're, when you're taught like Catholic education from like grade one mm-hmm. through grade sixteen or something. Yeah, do that math. Well, four years of gra- four years of undergrad, and then two years of graduate school. Yeah, plus after grade twelve. Wait, you went to Catholic college? Yeah, private Catholic college. Yeah. Holy hell! Okay. Well, I mean, it's a it's it's a great school. I mean, I I had to take a couple religious education courses mm-hmm. as part of the common core, not the common core, their core curriculum. Um, it's just a lot. It's a lot of. It's a lot, but I mean, it it was it was. Good enough that uh, I'm not disparaging the class. I mean, I'm. I'm. You can be interested by anything. Every everything is interesting. That's mm-hmm. what makes trying to figure it all out so great. It's because everything is interesting. How this fucking recorder works, you could teach a class on. It's fascinating. Um, just like the quantum mechanics of the electrical components going on. Whoa, that's how the universe really works? All this indeterminacy and shit? That's really interesting. So, you know, I had I had a, a class from a Princeton, a Princeton scholar of religion who just went through a history of religion course. And the history of religion is the history of the world. So, you know, he was from Germany and he was talking about the European, you know, like the Protestant Reformation and all these intricacies and witchcraft. And it's fascinating. I mean, 
the history part is, is fascinating. Um, and, you know, reading the Bible is interesting just from a literary standpoint. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what people thought then, and this is what they came up with for this, and, and how that's filtered into society and our lives and who we can sleep with and how and when. It's, it's really interesting. I did have to transition out of the first class I was put into. I had to get a different teacher because, you know, she was saying... You know, uh, God is so powerful, he can just pop you into existence. That's how powerful he is. And they're just saying this directly to the class, like people were taking notes, like it was going to be on a test. And um, I raised my hand, I was like, well, I mean, I mean, even the Pope acknowledges evolution. I mean, we, we know things just don't pop into existence. And she was like, uh, well, even if evolution did happen, and I stopped her, and I was like, I gotta go. And I just, I left, and I, I switched courses. <laughs> um, because I... The, I answered a lot of religious and existential questions for myself when I was going for a really dark time. When I was like 16, 17, I kind of solidified what I think. I challenged myself. Kind of got to a point where I was like, okay, I think I know where I am in the universe. And through that period, I was kind of a dick about it. You know, you know, when, when someone gets really into atheism or philosophy or nihilism or, or what have you, they can kind of be a dick about it and like, you bless you there's no god you know like you can be a dick about it if you want to and i know people like that and but i I used to be like that but now i don't i mean believe what you want i have i have a lot of religious fans and it doesn't matter you can love science and be religious it's fine but in the very specific instances where religious or philosophical doctrine intersects with public health public knowledge um it's where the rubber meets the road for me. I don't. I don't tolerate that. I don't tolerate um, religious exemptions for vaccines. I don't tolerate teaching the alternate theory of evolution in public schools. That, that is that is not acceptable because we know these things. Um, that's the only. That's the only time when it's ever really a problem for me. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe the Catholic ed- education had some some weird upbringing things, but I don't know. It was, it was fine, I guess. I'm here. I'm doing okay. You're, you're fine. I'm living. And hopefully, um, I ideally, every single person who listens to this conversation is like, oh, I've never heard of that before, and I don't think that's really a thing. Um, guys getting harassed by women. But I have a feeling that I'm going to get... I mean, like, I wish that weren't really a thing, but I think that there's plenty of um, people who have experienced harassment from... It's hard It's hard to even bring up because I know I'm talking from a privileged position. You know, I... But that doesn't mean you're not a person. I know, but I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to acknowledge the context here as well. I mean, I wouldn't... I, kn- I know I'm not unattractive Mm -hmm. so it's so just even acknowledge even bringing up that i do get harassed which i do it's an implicit acknowledgement that i must think fairly highly of myself Mm -hmm. which is another thing you bring into a conversation when you try to tell someone they're like oh you think you're so hot don't you know it's it's just it's it's just a it's it's a landmine laden field of social taboo and i i just i i don't want to walk over it or i don't know how you're not asking for it no matter what you wear and the conversation around anybody getting harassed is is it's asinine when it goes to like well you're hot so that's just going to happen it's 
it doesn't matter what you look like is people um, shouldn't be treating you like that you yeah. know I mean it's not it's not to the point where I have to like call the police or anything it's just it's just it's, it seems like a trend mm-hmm. yeah it was fascinating to watch <laughs> it was so weird for me I didn't know it would be weird I feel like felt like it should be something I was okay with. No. I, no. I don't know. Yeah, how, okay. How would I know? Right. True. That's, that's my point. Because I was there. The sex nude was there, Kyle. When you're... She sucked. I mean, I feel like you kind of have a crash course of harassment if you're a woman on the internet. I mean, you know that it happens. You hear people talking about it. You see possible solutions just because other women have to go through that thing. For me, I I don't know what's okay or what's normal. Like, can is me getting asked to hug somebody like fine, like all the time? I I, I don't know. Is it? I, I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't know anything. <laughs> I know a lot about a few things, and this is one of them. Well, if someone asks if they can hug you and you don't feel like it, totally fine to be like, I'm not feeling like it. I right feel now. like I should feel like it then. Oh well, that's just you brushing yourself. Don't internalize that shit. Hmm. Yeah. It's probably led to a lot of my problems. <laughs> hey, Kyle. Where can people find you out in the world? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know a lot about me now, so find me on Twitter at <laughs> SciFile. S-C-I underscore P-H-I-L-E. You can find everything that I do at The Nerdist. Um, the science editor there, Nerdist.com. Um, I have a YouTube show called Because Science, which airs every Thursday morning. Um, at 9 a.m., the next episode coming up is What's the Neurological d- Difference Between Fast and Slow Zombies? That should be fun. I dressed up like Brad Pitt from World War Z. It was great. Um, yeah, that's where you can find me. And <laughs> be nice <laughs> if you find me after listening to this whole conversation. Uh, do you have a website? Uh, I don't have a personal website. I, I run everything through Twitter or uh, Nerdist.com. I don't have uh, my emails in there and stuff. And, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, it was great getting to know you. You know, it's like it's cool. It's like oh, we work kind yeah. of in the same. It's a character study world. of probably a depressed person, but it's, it's fine. It's nice. It's nice to get off my chest. Well, thank you. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Uh, go team fun. Is that what you say? Yeah. Oh wait, wait. Uh, I. I, I was doing a radio show at KFI for a couple a couple of times, and I like I like signing off like this now. It's like shoot for the moon, because even if you miss, you won't land among any stars because they're still trillions of miles away. <laughs> but you'll be in space, and space is dope. <laughs> yeah, 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 and and scene, and scene, yeah. Now leaving Nerdist.com.